0: The Fall Guy, only in theatres May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. we have got him on the line, have we, Jacko? He's our on-the-ground correspondent in Qatar for the World Cup. He loves his Liverpool and he loves his football. That man is Benny Jones. He's on the line. How are you, Benny?
1: Hello, Sats. Hello, Badge. Um, That sounds like a very official title, mate. I feel like it should be a paid role, surely. But uh, no, pleasure to be talking to you from, of all places in the world, Qatar. Um, Can't believe I'm here, but... Uh, we're 11 hours away from Australia's first game of this World Cup.
0: Now we're paying you in, in beer, drink responsibly, and you, you should get that delivered to your hotel room in Qatar <laughs> yeah, anytime soon. But paint a bit of a picture for us. What's it, what's it like over there? Is, there? is there a lot of fans on the ground? Is that, What are the stadiums like? They look like they're next level. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, um... Well, how, where do I start? I suppose um, the first couple of days, we got here uh, last Friday, so um, Saturday morning Australian time, and it, it looked dead set, resembled a morgue. There was no one around. Uh, and it, we were all sort of looking at each other, thinking, surely there's not a World Cup starting here in two, three days' time. But um, yeah, the sort of uh, preceding um, few days, obviously they've been scrambling to get things organised. Um, you know, they've had 12 years to plan for this, but it feels like they've done it in the last 12 weeks. Um, the fans are rolling in now. The games have started. It definitely feels more like a World Cup. But, um, yeah, it's certainly a, a massively different atmosphere to my experience in Brazil, uh, even going as far back as Germany in 2006. Um, it's, um, it's unique. Let's put it that way.
0: Uh, Benny, it's bad. great talking to you, mate, and thanks for, uh, for joining us. So are you going to plenty of games or are you just doing the Aussie games? And, you know, is it, uh, are they kind of, is it a bit restrictive with ticket prices or anything?
1: Yeah, so good to talk to you as well, Badge. Uh, Look, yeah, 12 games in the 14, 15 days I'm here, I'm attending. So I'll I'll get to all the Aussie games. Um, I've been to three already. So opening ceremony uh, and the opening match with Qatar and Ecuador. Uh, Yesterday was a double header. And I guess that's what makes this a pretty unique World Cup. It'll be the the only time you'll ever be able to attend multiple matches uh, on the one day. Uh, I think that the the eight stadiums here, the furthest apart any two are, is about 70 kilometres. So... Um, public transport is readily accessible it's it's actually one of the smoother processes here and and getting from ground to ground with a few hours between matches is is really doable so yesterday was England and Iran and then followed up by my beloved Wales up against the United States so it's a a footballing smorgasbord I'll I'll probably uh, over it by the end of the the two weeks but um, ticket prices look you know, for these sort of events, you expect they're going to uh, bump up a little bit. So, for for a basic ticket, you're looking at around 120 Australian dollars, um, and you can upgrade from there to a 250 or a 400 dollars ticket. So, I've I've uh, tried to keep the budget reasonably restricted to the the cat three tickets. But I mean, the stadiums, as you touched on their stats as well, are just incredible. Uh, you, you can't actually get a bad seat, no matter where you are. So. Um, it's it's been quite um, mesmerising walking into these brand new stadiums, uh, of which there's eight, and I think of which six will be pulled down straight after the tournament. So <laughs> it's um, it's crazy to think that they've been built, billions of dollars uh, have been spent for what will probably host three or four games each.
0: Plenty of Aussie fans over there.
1: Yeah, yeah, badge. Um, look, they've they've all rolled in now. I think someone said rough numbers on the grounds about seven thousand, seven or eight thousand. So. You know, hopefully we can um, bring the voice tonight uh, up against a very tough opponent. Of course, we know uh, France well from the last World Cup. We know they're defending champions. Uh, it's going to be a really tough ask. But, um, yeah, we'll be here in number and, and doing our best to uh, get the boys up. And, um, you know, what it's like, uh, Australians, when there's a big sporting event on, doesn't really matter what sport it is, they will, they will attend. So it's good to see plenty of green and gold uh, here in, in Doha.
0: So what about where you're staying, your accommodation, Benny? You, uh, we're led to believe $41,000 Australian for hotels to get the subscription to show the World Cup in bars and restaurants and, and rooms. Yeah. So is it showing in your hotel room?
1: Yeah, so that was one of the other sort of controversies that's in the lead up that I know um, ruffled a few feathers and there were there were a lot of genuine fears that we'd come over here and and you wouldn't be able to see games that you weren't attending unless you were at sort of one of the sanctioned FIFA uh, fan fests, they call them. But that that's all just been blown out of the water. I mean, every every TV, bn sports, are running six channels. Uh, you can watch the games in Arabic, in English, in French. Um, it, it's not a problem. Um, I think, uh, obviously, there was a little bit of uh, fear that that, that that might be an issue with the licensing fees. But they've um, obviously, FIFA have done a bit of negotiating and they've nipped those in the bud. So, yeah, no, no issues getting a TV to watch the game, getting a beer to watch... On the TV, (laughs) the game is the issue uh, that a lot of a lot of us have um, had to um, overcome. Look, again, it's another one. If you want a beer, you can find one. You have to pay a premium, Um, and it's just uh, it's it's all about smart and savvy shopping. So we've had to look around a little bit, Um, but you know us Aussies will always sniff one out. So yeah, they are here, the beers, but just a little bit harder to find than maybe your uh, your usual sort of World Cup scenario.
0: So if Australia don't make it through to the the final 16, which I think they will, Benny, I think they'll, they'll shock a lot of people. I have faith in Arnie. If they do not make the final 16, so who do you support then?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been asked this a few times, uh, even while over here um, with some sort of international media um, that are, are always looking for people to stop and have a chat. Um, look, coming in, it's a boring prediction, um, but, you know, you look at the likes of Argentina and Brazil who are, you know, coming off the back of these incredible uh, streaks, where well, I think Argentina haven't lost a game in 35 international fixtures, Brazil, uh, just um, you look at their squad on paper and you just uh, yeah it makes you tremble if you're a defender looking at some of their goal scoring options. So they're the, they're the likely ones. I mean, England were pretty impressive yesterday, albeit against Iran, and I think we'll discover that um, the the Asian nations will will really battle in this World Cup. They're so far off the pace, it's it's not funny. Hopefully, um, saps you are right, and hopefully Australia can reverse that trend tonight, but. Denmark are in our group. They're another side that's expected to go really deep. And then you've got Portugal, Uruguay, the usual suspects um, that that are going to be there at the at the deep end. There's usually six or seven teams that can realistically win a World Cup. You don't get someone really bob up from outside of that. Um, So I think those sort of names are are going to be your your likely contenders.
0: What do you do outside of the footy, Benny? When there's no when you're not, I mean, in other cities and (laughs) places you go for. There's stuff to do. Is is Qatar like that, or you're you struggling yeah. for, you know, for other um, uh, places to
1: visit? Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't say the um, the extracurricular activities are plentiful. Badge. It's, um, you know, I'm about to head to the three, two, one Qatar Sports Museum, which has uh, been obviously filled up with a lot of uh, FIFA and World Cup related products. You know, uh, you know, obviously the likes of Diego Maradona's boots and Cristiano Ronaldo's jersey. So I'm going to go just do that to, to really just eat up an hour or two um, because it is a long time until we kick off. 10 o'clock tonight is the kickoff over here. Um, obviously, that's, um, I think, about 6 in the morning for, for you guys. So um, it, because the middle parts of the day are so hot, you, you're generally just trying to lay low and, and, um, and try and find, as we said, a, a bar or a hotel that is, is showing the games and, and sit back and relax because, yeah, through the day... You can uh, gas yourself pretty quickly if you go out and try and do too much. Of course, there's the you know, the inland sea, the desert. You can go and do a bit of um, dune bashing and, <laughs> um, you know, ride the camels. And, of course, museums and Islamic art, it's all there if that sort of floats your boat. But, it's, um, know, predominantly, made I'm just sticking to the football and, um, and trying to uh, rest up in between the many matches I'm attending. The
0: now, they're never shy at spending money on everything. Like you said, with the stadiums, Benny, you just got off a train as well. What's the yeah. public transport like? Is it... Uh is it pretty
1: efficient? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One big tick, one really big tick. Uh, absolutely, I'm just getting a thumbs up. I'm in an Argentinian uh, kid at the moment, so they must think I might think I'm Lionel Messi. I'm about his size, so um, um, yeah, thank you, mate. Uh, no, the, the public transport stack is superb. It's um, it's actually really efficient. Um, all colour coded lines, so even the um, the most simplest of men, like myself can follow it pretty easy. Um, and uh, yeah, you're right about the. I mean, the the, the, the gap. In wealth here is is staggering. Obviously, the the the, the rich and the poor, there is a massive chasm there. So they um, they do not spare expense. Everything's gold. Everything's gold plated. It may even be real gold, for all I know. Um, and yeah, you can just tell from these stadiums and the infrastructure around that they haven't they haven't saved a penny. But it's probably the the periphery stuff. Um, and and that's probably what's left. A few people a little surprised is that um, the preparations for this were still continuing almost up until the. The minute the first ball was kicked and, and a lot of roads are still in disrepair um, and, and the outskirts of the stadiums, it, it, it becomes pretty rough pretty quick. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to see where the money's gone and it's even more, as I said, amazing to think that, yeah, in about three weeks' time, they'll start pulling most of these stadiums down and oh. shipping parts off to you know, other parts of the world.
0: Crazy. As you travel in and around Qatar and go to game, what, what do you got to be careful not to do?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, good question, badge. You know, obviously, uh, a lot of differences in the way that um, uh, the, the people over here operate on a day-to-day basis. Look, there's just the general, I guess, common sense, and and also, you know, culturally sensitive things. You know, for 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 us blokes, you know, you're not going to be wearing singlets around, even though it's very much singlet and footy short weather. Um, yeah, it's not really a, a, a given that you're going to um, be allowed in anywhere uh, dressed like that. So, yeah, you know, shirts and generally pants, so you can get away with shorts, but it's not too bad. For the girls, it's a bit more restrictive. Um, obviously, when they're in certain buildings, they have to have the, 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 the head coverings and the like. Um, obviously, there's no drinking in the street. Um, it's hard enough to get a beer anyway, but there's no drinking in the street. Uh, And you've got to look both ways when you're crossing the road here, mate, because they don't use blinkers. They're very much (laughs) an optional extra. So if you're crossing the road, uh, you do so at your own peril. I'll give you the tip. And there's been a few close shaves already. So, look, beyond that, um, you know, common decency rules. You know, you don't sort of swear or carry on in public. You are a guest in someone else's country. You're always very much aware of that. Um, But, yeah, beyond that, it's um, it's, it's obviously a little bit more... um, Straight laced, and probably what we're accustomed to
0: back home. Sure. Outstanding, Benny. Thanks for giving yeah, us an I've update. Uh, very interesting, and you'll be flying the flag for uh, the Sports Day team over there, and all the Aussies. And I've got no doubt your Liverpool jersey yep. and your Collingwood jersey and your Collingwood shorts will get a will get a run while you're over there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've left. I've, I have uh, brought the Liverpool kit, but. Um, I've left the Collingwood one at home, mate. It, um, you know, obviously pretty proud of what the boys did this year, but I'm not sure it quite resonates with the Qatari public and I don't think anyone's mm. going to want to sit and chat to me about how robbed of winning a premiership this season. So, no, definitely repping Liverpool, uh, repping my uh, my beloved Wales and, of course, the Green and Gold will go on tonight um, when we take on France. And, yeah, look, pe- people around are here pretty bullish that we could do something. Um, you know, I don't suggest we're going to win the game, but... Maybe we could pinch a draw and frustrate them. Um, we went pretty close in Russia in doing that, but uh, you know a bit of luck went against us. So they're a powerhouse. They're going to be mighty hard to beat. So, yeah, let's just uh, hope the guys can put in a really good shift and, and do us proud.
0: Outstanding, Benny Jones. We'll, we'll check in with you again next week. Thanks have for a, taking time out. Have a few beers tonight, mate. Yeah. Check's in the mail. Just relax, mate. Just relax and have a few beers.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you can get those through customs, boys, you're um, you're a magician. So um, <laughs> I'll, I'll sit and wait at the, uh, at the airport for those to come through. But, no, always a pleasure. I love chatting to you guys. And, yeah, if you want to touch base, yeah, anytime, mate, mate, uh, you guys have got my number. So, yeah, uh, be be great to chat through the cup.
0: Great stuff there. Benny Jones there live on the ground in Qatar. Let's- Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.